This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn, along with Eric Barfell, talking about routines today. And I, I looked up the definition of routine. It's not that I was puzzling over it. It's just I wanted to make sure I had it down exactly right. But a regular course of procedure, habitual or mechanical performance of an established procedure. And uh, John Maxwell said this, the secret to your success is found in your daily routine. Mm. What do you think about that? Day in, day out. Right. Keep it consistent. Right. That's for people who like routines. Some people hate routines. Well, if you hate routines, I would seriously question what you're accomplishing. To be honest with you, because I don't, I, I find this, I accomplish more when I'm in a routine. So for example, because I got knocked out of my routine of running on the patio project. My exercise was carrying stones, moving stuff around, helping Jerry level, blah, 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 blah. I got out of the routine. I'm still scrambling around trying to get back into it. I did pretty good last week, but then this week when it's 10 below one morning, no, I don't think I will run today. I think I'll, I think I'm okay. And then tomorrow I'm like, I'll run tomorrow. And then I see the forecast seven to 12 inches of snow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, well, how much snow? I don't like running with six, eight inches on the trail. So I don't know. But once you're out of the routine, Mm-hmm. is absolutely so hard to get back into. But the one thing I'd like to talk about in this show is spiritual disciplines, work disciplines, home disciplines, home disciplines. That can be workout. It can be sure. stuff up, whatever you want to say. But it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll start with spiritual disciplines. You, you can throw in whatever you want anytime you want, you know, throughout the time. But spiritual disciplines, I'm going to say, are they're critical. And you think of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Luke 4, 16, he went to Nazareth where he'd been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read. Luke 5, 16, next chapter, Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Daniel prayed three times a day. Yep. Practice, practice, yeah. practice. I'm not saying practice like you're playing baseball. I'm saying it's your practice. It's your routine. Right. No, and that's good because and the more you're, the better routine that you have, the more consistent you are, the harder it is to break. Right. And if and when it does break, it's pretty easy to get back into because you're so consistent at doing it. Right. Now, it's hard to start. It's hard to get that ball rolling. But once you do, it's second nature. Right. Well, one thing you and I were just talking about was reading the Bible through in a year mm-hmm. and how to do that. Yeah. And going, yeah. So in talk, talking about routines, if and when inevitably my Bible app streak is going to break, it will be a Saturday. Right. It for sure will be a Saturday because that's the day my routine is just different or right. really no routine. Or when you're traveling and you're away and you're used to being in a routine and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get out of it because you're away from your normal. I, this year, and I've, we read our Bibles all the time for getting ready for sermons for me, uh, right. teaching theology. My goodness, I'm in a reading scripture all the time, but still to read the Bible through in a year. Like I was working on books, I was trying my own way, and then you kind of get off. I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really, I don't really want to follow a schedule. I just want to read this book and that book and this book and that book. And I would do it, but then I wouldn't and I wouldn't and then I would and I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You know, it kind of goes that way. But this year, I decided on January 1st, I'm going to read the Bible through in a year. And we are, how many days in is this recording? Are we, 18. Is it the, how many days in are we now? 18, 18. 18 days. Okay. Day of recording. Um, four days ahead as of right Ooh. now. So it's good. My wife was mad at me because I read ahead. You don't even care about what I write. You don't not even seen it. I'm like, 
if I read five minutes ahead of you, I'm not seeing it. Okay. So now I've gone back. Like I go back to see what she says. Cause I, I thought I was supposed to be writing stuff down. Cause they have that when you do it together, what did you learn as part of like the Bible reading app or what is mm, what's yeah. it out to you today? Kind of question. I thought I was doing that for myself. I wasn't really thinking like maybe she actually wanted to read what I wrote. So now I found that out. So I'm it's going back to read. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll say this, I mean, for both of us, because we're doing it together this year, not that we're reading it at the same time, we're trying to hit it in the morning as much as we can before we get going, but we're doing it. And, and now it's that thing like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. And I'm trying to read ahead. And then she goes, why do you want to read ahead? And exactly what you said. It's for the Saturday. It's for the days where something happens you didn't. Yep. Because once you fall behind, it gets discouraging. So this year, Next thing I'm you know, like, I don't want to fall back. behind. I want to stay. I want to stay ahead. So what Jerry did was she read ahead with me. So now we're pretty much just kind of trying to keep that margin of that three, four days ahead so that we don't. In case we hit an off day, mm-hmm. we're not going to feel like we're yeah. failing. Yeah. But I like it. Reading with her has been a lot of fun because it just it keeps you motivated to go. Yeah. So I would say as far as establishing that routine, having uh, someone else, and I think that really the only thing I regret about it is I wish I would have invited my kids, and I still might talk to them about it. I'm like, why didn't you include, like, Tony and Cass and Ben and Mick and Luke? And right. Maybe ask them all to do it with you. So I might try that and just say, don't worry about this start date. You know, just try to be here, you know, on this day. This is where mm-hmm. we're at, and we'll go through and catch up later. I still might try to, because I'm only 18 days in, you know. Yeah. They I can join might, for Leviticus. What's that? <laughs> they can join for Leviticus. <laughs> That's Jerry's favorite book, too, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Um, It's good to have someone with you. For me, for that routine, number one, I need to be in a routine. Once I get in a routine, I'm going to be far more successful at doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do anything without praying, so I don't. I always want to make sure I have time to pray. I'm kind of bummed when the gym gets busy, which it is because you can't walk around, but that's okay. But then I have, like, this prayer journal, and that's where, like, for you guys, mm-hmm. I have stuff written down. I have stuff for my family. I have uh, people who are sick. It makes you, you very methodically yeah. are going through, and not an unhealthy mechanical way, but in a healthy, yep, I want to pray. Definitely pray for all these important people in my life. And, cool. you know, I was going through. So Awesome. So sometimes when I'm in here, it's also, I don't get to walk around, but it's still a good thing when I'm praying because I've got all these great prayer requests in front of me. So yeah, kind of go through it. No, we're, we're in a routine of like, we've always, my whole life, we've like sat down together for dinner and made it That's a point a good like one. before we even, you know, weekends or whatever, we're like, that's the only time we watch our, uh, eat in front of the TV or something. But even then it's like, nope, pause it. Let's pray. We always, we all always do that. Uh, every time we eat dinner together, I mean, we eat together and we're always praying right. beforehand. That's just something we've like always done. <clears throat> and I mean, physical ac- activity, like is a big part of my life and my wife and she's way better at the, Like she's very disciplined. Some days I'm like, nah, I could take it or leave it. But like, I'll, I'll stay with it for the most okay. part. Okay. You are still a very high percentile when it comes, when it comes to bike yeah. riding most years, maybe not right at the moment, but yeah. you are extremely to, disciplined at getting on that trainer. You have been, man, you spent hours on that thing. Yeah. I, truthfully, I probably ride more in the winter because it's just convenience of it, honestly, right. than I do in like the summer months. Right. Which is crazy. Right. Month of June, July, I think it was July. I rode a thousand miles in one month. I never did that before. Right. So even still, I try to like challenge myself. That's a long one. And like, and right. I, I'm very goal oriented. 
So I try to have shorter term goals and I try to have bigger term goals. So like I'm also doing the Bible in a year. So that's a long-term goal. Right. You're not doing it in a day. Right. That's going to take all year. Right. For me, it might even take more than a year. Who knows? Right. And then like last year, month of July, I, I mapped it out. Did all the math for how many days were in the month. And I was like, all right, a thousand miles. What you're going to have to sacrifice something if you want to hit this goal. Right. What's it going to be? Uh, so just kind of working through it, counting the costs beforehand. I, I was like, all right, to hit this goal, what has to be done? What do I have to give up in order to, how badly do I want it? Right. Things no, I like think that. the at-home disciplines, I would include exercise in there. For me, when I'm routinely running and I have certain times, I know I'm going to be out there, let's say 7.30 in the morning or 7 in the morning, and you're doing it like you're three days a week, and you know once you start on Monday, if you can get off on Monday – then it'll be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If you don't, then you might be a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten back to the gym yet, but eventually I want to build that into the schedule yep. and just get back first thing in the morning, go to the gym, do my thing. So I need to, to be honest. I mean, sitting here typing out sermons is not strengthening. Last week, right. all the work I had to do right. on my properties last year was, but now I'm away from that. So right. I got to do that. I think, uh, Picking up stuff closed daily is one of those. You talk sometimes about 1% changes and, you know, just like incremental changes that make mm -hmm. things better. But I just made a decision every morning. I'm just going to hang up whatever needs to be hung up. I'm going to fold up whatever needs to be folded up and put everything away. I just do it. Like once I've established that discipline, it gets done. But to me, without the discipline, with the hit and miss, it's exactly that. And it can become more miss than hit. Mm -hmm. So you, you want to, on certain things, if you want to get it done, then you got to build it into your life for real. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I was telling you the other day, um, going back to the whole 1% better kind of thing is, you know, I, I used to every morning sit down and eat my cereal and just like scroll my phone, read an article, whatever it was. Now I like, I see all the dishes that are clean and they just need to be put away. So like, as I'm eating cereal, I'm just putting dishes away takes the whole bowl of cereal to do. It's not, right. it's not crazy. And it's not, Oh, you should have just cleaned the whole house before you went to work. Well, no, cause I'm talking about getting 1% better, just right. that incremental change. I'm going to have to put all these dishes away anyways. So just do it right now before I have other things I would rather do and want to do instead where I, I, my chore is already done. Right. And my wife doesn't have to worry about it. She doesn't have to come home to a cluttered kitchen. It's like there. Last I, night's dishes, put them away, it's done. I would say, 1%. I mean, I'm not the the guy who organizes the you know, like cleaning schedules at my house or anything like that. I've always felt if you have certain days to do certain things, whether it's a bathroom, it's laundry, it's whatever, yeah. and this, this is the time I blocked out for it, it's going to get done more consistently because you're in a routine. Now, I take it to work. I know on Mondays when I come in, I'm going to have to write the daily huddles right away. I'm going to get ready for my small group the next day. Then next thing I have to do is start getting ready, do all my prep work for the sermon. I'll start writing it that day if I can, if not on Tuesday. A Tuesday, I need to be at 1,500 words. Wednesday, I need to be at 2,500 words. Next day, I'll be at 3,000. That's your cap. A lot of times, you write it to 4,300, and then you write it, you unwrite it to get it to a manageable time for preaching on Sunday. All that has to be done. Thursday's our podcast day. Wednesday is my get ready for prep for a theology class day. So I know at least two hours is going to have to go into that. But those routines where you constantly know. Now, Bradley, he's here. He's producing the show today in here, the room with us. He likes the routine of we all get together at 1230. <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually had to like adopt to Bradley's routine a little bit and say, okay, yeah. well, 
if, if I do that, that's okay. I just have to make sure here, 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 you know, I'll shift a few things around, but I don't mind it. Like when you know, it's a routine, at least if there, maybe it'll come down to there's three days. We definitely do it. Who knows? But cause my wife says she wants to see me too, Radley. Sorry. But we have those days, but if you know, there's certain days, like you just know that's part of your schedule. We know we have staff meetings at nine 15. Mm-hmm. Why do we have more staff meetings? They're always at the same time. You don't have to guess it. You don't have to wonder about it. Yeah. It's like, we're going to do it at the same time. Everyone already knows what the time is. And we got to adjust that for Josh. Right. Because Josh comes to Bible study, but he's got to be gone by a certain time. So we did it earlier than we used to. Yep. Uh, so we've made adjustments for each other, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of accommodate everybody along the way. But I find I get more done when I am in a routine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, because same kind of thing. I know like youth group is Wednesdays as of now uh fca i have on wednesday so my wednesday is very like broken up actually right. so it's like well it has to be done before wednesday you can't right. write the lesson and, and and prepare it on wednesday it's way right. it's it's just fractured you're picking up pieces on wednesday uh so it's got to be done you know young adults is on mondays uh consistently so working through that and like creating a routine through that helps me tremendously right and then it's like after the second half of the week, Thursday, Friday, after youth group and young adults, like, okay, I work ahead towards the Monday. Am I getting together with the students? Usually going to be on like a Thursday. I mean, Wednesdays are like not good. Yeah, that's that not going to happen stuff. that day. Right. And then I think about like what needs to be done at home, like slash what I want to do at home. Because again, I don't get on the bike every day, but it's like Wednesdays, I'm not getting on the bike. Right. Because I want, I want to be like fully present on, on Wednesday evenings for youth group. And by the time I get home, it's just too late and it's like, I'm okay sacrificing. I don't have to, I don't feel like I have to do it every day, right. but I can still be consistent and not do it every day. Right. I can still do it a few times a week and right. it'd be plenty consistent. I used to do, uh, we talked about the last show too, a little bit about I'll sell on eBay to, that's how I put my kids through college. And once we hit COVID, I really got away from it, you know, for a long time because you couldn't, there weren't really any yard sales to hit, but I had all this stuff stashed. And I just, I don't know. I, Maybe because once my kids got out of college, I was just kind of burned out yeah. from doing it hardcore. And I want, I just want the hike and kayak, <laughs> see sunsets. Like I was, and I did. And and I kayaked a lot of times and whatnot. But then I would say November of this year, last year, so the, only like two and a half months ago, I decided I got to start getting rid of stuff. Like I seriously do. And what I found is now that my wife and I are both in that mm-hmm. kind of rhythm, like, yeah, we're not you know, we have certain little goals, you know, for the week and Hey, you know, this is what we got to do. So at night, you know, when you get back, you can walk down with your phone, take pictures of five things, come upstairs, turn something on, listen on your computer while you're watching something like, it's not like intense, you know, uh, kind of thing. And you list it and you put it on and then she's got her own style of doing things. And, uh, but I told her, I said, you do so much better when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. She goes, I know. When I know you're doing it, then I do it. Yeah. If I'm not doing it. So it's almost like the togetherness too yep. is yep. an important part of our routine. But I found that once you're in the pattern of it and you've established a pattern, it's easier to continue. I think I've seen people follow the pattern of church and you go to church every week, you go to church every week, you go to church every mm-hmm. week. Next thing you know, somebody got sick, somebody visited from out of town. Uh, you're you too weren't tired. Mood, you were too tired. You weren't in the mood. And you started giving yourself excuses and once you start, and I, this is true of me too, once I give myself excuses, let's say for running in the morning or exercising, no, you know, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. 
those days add up. Like it's amazing the gaps between kind of good practices you can get. And church, I believe is one of the very important practices of our lives. And when you're out of that routine, like, you know, every Sunday, it's not a question, right? Right. There's no, my kids never questioned, by the way, they never asked, are we going to church day? I was a pastor. They never question it. They'd be asking me if we're going to church on vacation. I mean, that's how into it they were. They would be seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, my they, parents that too. They just knew. You know what I'm saying? Like they knew Sunday morning is church, and we all had that as a practice. And because I, I grew up that way, number one, and then I went into ministry, it's almost hard to believe. Imagine it's not that way for everybody. It's like it's not like. It's like this, of course you're going to go to church. If your kids are sick or something, yeah, I mean, it's different. Or people are puking, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're going to go to church. And you're going to go to church consistently because the problem is if you don't go consistently, you'll find more miss than hit. And yeah. that that's the problem with it. So if you're out of the pattern right now of going to church, out of the pattern of reading your Bible, out of the pattern of praying, I would say the that'd be my priority over above all things, above your, your house above exercise, mm-hmm. I would start there, which uh, that's where I've started this year. It's like, no, I'm going to start with spiritual disciplines, read the Bible through with my wife. I'm going to get that established. Then I'll worry about some of the financial things. Then I'll worry about exercise. I know I'll get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's just right. like the miracle round is spinning. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I, I just, all I have to do is get on. Mm-hmm. Once I'm on it, I'll be fine. And I'll, yeah. I'll figure it out. I read a book called Atomic Habits. So for anyone who's looking to uh, start a new habit or add something to their re- routine, the book says make it as convenient as possible. For example, if you're looking, you're like, oh, let me start reading my Bible while I sit my coffee instead of watching TV in the morning. Have your Bible like on the, wherever you watch TV, have it on your chair, open to where, wherever you want to start. So it's already open. The Bible's already out. It's already open to wherever you want to start reading. That, that way it's like you would have to make an excuse to not do it. You don't have to go dig out your Bible from the shelf. And then I don't know where, no, it's already, it's already open to the chapter, the verse that you want to start on. And it's already convenient for you. Uh, you want to get, go to church on Sunday morning? Well, have your clothes picked out or whatever. You, there's one less thing to even think about. So it's just more convenient for you. So you wake up or, you know, and, and have it mapped out where like the day, the time, of when you're actually going to do it. So if you don't want to do it in the morning, you want to rather read your Bible in the evening. Again, have your Bible opened up, ready to go. You just got to no, sit down and do it. No, you make a great point. Because if you ever lived through the where are my shoes days, going to church, it seemed like, where are my shoes? Mm-hmm. Right? And when I was a kid, I used to always be the thing. Well, I'm ready to get out the door. I don't know where my shoes are. I don't know where my shoes are. I'm sure other families are the same way. You know, they come right, across right. those. I don't have those problems anymore. In my life, but when I was a kid, I remember that kind of stuff. But here's a great verse. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All Mm -hmm. these things will be added unto you as well. And I really, God has really impressed that upon me. Not that verse, but that concept of, look, you put me first, all is going to go well. Absolutely. And I've actually had that, felt that sense on certain days. Okay, this is a goal you're concerned about right now. I'm going to promise you this. Here's what you're going to see today if you read this Bible right now. I'm like, okay. So I read it. Sure enough, I'm like, yep, exactly. When exactly is God laid on my heart that it was going to go, but I put him first. Mm -hmm. So in your disciplines, put him first. And because we know that's so important to see God. What I'm going to say, it's so important to see God's kingdom first and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. You're not doing that without that routine. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're talking about routines. We're not talking about routines. Talk about routines. We're talking about routines because we need to be doing this stuff. Yeah. Like we do need to exercise. We do need to be reading our Bibles. Mm -hmm. We do need to be taking care of the things God has given us. 
that typically is not going to happen if we're sloppy with it. So right. we need what what we what word discipline. Was that a fair word, right? Yeah, we need, we, to be we do. in a discipline. I, I yeah. think in our country, I, I think as humans, I think we, we need discipline. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, absolutely. no, and it's it's a key to be reminded of it is a personal relationship with God. You have to work on that personal relationship right? right. to have that personal connection with Christ. Right. So, Well, I've been reading Job, and that's an amazing book. Like mm-hmm. Job and what he did and what he went through and all his friends, I'm listening to the friends. I know they're going to get in trouble at the end of the book for opening their mouths. But some of the stuff I read that they said, I'm like, I don't disagree with that. And even Job was saying, I know you're right. Like, I know everything you're telling me. I know it's the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he felt like, but that's, I'm not being punished because I did something wrong. Like this is something else to it, Yeah. which he's right on that as well. But I, I'm reading some of the comments that they made and how much they trusted God, how much his friends believed that, hey, God is fair, God is righteous, God will reestablish, God will re... All we have to do is turn to God. Anybody who's mm-hmm. repentant, turn to the Lord, the Lord's going to accept. And, and I'm reading these these things, I'm like, yeah, dead on. But I love that. Like, I love being motivated and just seeing those lessons. I mean, there's a lot of beauty to that Bible. And I really believe that it is extremely sad that we in this country... With as as accessible as this Bible is on every phone, you can read right. any version of that Bible you want, and that we are not taking the time to read that. Right? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? You know, honestly, like we got to like come back to. Sometimes we have to recenter ourselves. Right. Absolutely. And, and just get centered back onto what's the most important thing. The most important thing is God. Yeah. So get back to your relationship with yep. God. Get the routines that you need to do the important things. Whatever you deem is important needs to have a practice and a discipline that goes along with it. You guys all have a great and a blessed week.